Hey everyone, welcome to the Unaware Podcast, What's up, guys? Um, the show where we talk about the idea that it's okay to be unaware. It's okay yeah. not to know. Of course you know? it is. Um, and today we got some cool things on the agenda. But first, as always, it's your host, Andrew Ludi. Tis I, Paul Kanner. Oh, I like that one. Tis I? That Tis sounds I. so majestic. <laughs> um, Thought of that uh, on the way here today. Yeah, but as you guys, well, if you guys are watching this, if you're listening, we don't have a guest today, so we're yeah. back to the normal setup. It's just us. Um, I have my camera, my seat back. Paul has his I seat back. I have my microphone back. We have the three cameras set up. Um, if you guys are the ones who watch, if not, we still love you. Honestly, audio is a great format for podcasts, so yeah. that's okay. Um, no, I'm going to be listening to the pod in the car. Oh, same, dude. Listen, just um, listen to ourselves. <laughs> it, I mean, honestly, every Monday at like, well, I think it's at 7 a.m. is what I think I'm, it's going to launch at. You know, one a week. There it is. Build into the sketch. Mm-hmm. So yep. that goes for all of you guys listening too. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um, but, you know, today we kind of have on the agenda to talk about the We don't have idea. an agenda. Well, we have an idea. <laughs> That's true, though. We don't have anything scripted. It's just a conversation. Um, but an idea is to kind of talk about the idea um, of peer pressure and conformity. and Individualism. Yeah, kind of like how did that. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Individualism. When you first said it before this, before we recording, it was like, that's weird. But no, you got it this time. Individualism. Um, yeah. Well, now it just sounds weird if you say that. That sounded that weird times. every time I've said it. Well, then let's just not say it for a bit, and then it'll come back normal. That's how that works. Individualism. Uh, now it sounds <laughs> weird to me. Anyway, we're going to get into that. Um, but before we do, a message from our sponsors. Paul, if you want to take this one away, go for it. Yeah, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Andrew's Bank Account. Uh, check out the unaware.com website thing that we're working on project unaware.com project unaware.com thank you that was a yeah, message from you. our sponsor that was a message from <laughs> the one and only sponsor andrew's bank account oh yeah <laughs> um i do have a quick story for you before we get into the thing um the thing before we get into the thing so charlie everyone is my freshman roommate from college um, freshman year roommate. Great and guy. Salt of the earth. We didn't know each other before college. We had no idea. We kind of went in blind. Like people who've gone to college know the process of trying to find a roommate. A lot of times you go in with someone you know. I did not. Right? So you had the choice to either let Miami pick or you can go to Facebook and try Rando. and find people. And so I you know, I put this thing on Facebook. A bunch of people messaged me, and I was like, nah, no, not really. And actually, funny, even Big Micah Peterson guy. messaged me. Whoa. And, like, before we, before I knew him. And he, uh, like oh, I, for I those took who forever. don't know, we lived with Micah for about we two did. years. Yeah. Well, I lived with him three years. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because I lived with him. Shout out to Micah. Year. Love you, man. Um, but it's before I knew him, and I think I took too long to respond, but by the time I did, I was like, he's like, oh, I actually already found a roommate. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, everyone else I kind of said no to. And then Charlie, this guy with a Facebook account that has no information on it, a picture of him underwater in a scuba tank head. That's the only thing I got. He goes, hey, man, you look really cool. I agree with what you said. You want a room? 
And <laughs> for everyone else, they had this huge paragraph about like why they think we'd be great roommates. And I don't know why, but I was like, sure. <laughs> like he gave me no information about himself. And I was like, yeah, why not? You know, Dude, I am so glad that I did not have to go through the roommate <laughs> choosing process because I, w- I went to a branch campus of Miami for three years. Uh, so I dirty branch kid. I didn't have to live in a dorm, but I still yeah. lived in Oxford in a house with some buddies. But yeah, I'd never had to pick a roommate. <laughs> well, I'm lucky I did because he turned out to be one of my best friends. Yeah, um, he's a great guy. Dude, I love him. And what's fun is he's going to be on the pod next week, potentially, if we can get scheduling figured out. Um, But he'll be on the next pod, if possible. But um, that's a little bit of backstory. We might be able to get more into our friendship and what stuff happens when he does come on the show. But uh, he lives in Michigan, right? So he goes up to the UP, so the Upper Peninsula, where it's pretty much just woods and lakes up there, nothing else. I can't believe you said Michigan, not X again. You know, I'm trying to remain <laughs> open-minded. Oh, we're from show. Ohio, in case you guys didn't know. So we <laughs> we hate, got beef. We hate, the, <laughs> we hate the team up north. We we the, have the we have some north. beef with the people up north. But yet, yeah, my roommate, he was from Michigan. Although, I mean, side note: Why are they called Michiganders? <laughs> why Michiganders? Why is that what they're called? I don't know. What are we Ohioans? Ohioans. Which makes so sense. Better. Yeah. Well, what's like a Michigander? <laughs> they gander around Michigan, I guess. It's I don't like know. Michigander. Michigander. Anyway. Um, a little side note. So he's from Michigan, right? And so he was driving back from the UP to his house in Detroit area. And he always calls people. And he, he called me, and I, was, I happened to be at the drop zone for, you know, where I skydive. And I was packing a parachute because I'm practicing that so I don't, you know, die when I pack my own. (laughs) It's very complicated, a lot of steps to it. You have to be very safe, at least when you start. I watch people now, and they know how to do it so well that they just like, and it's done. And I'm like, I've spent like 25 minutes trying to get this thing packed. Hey, dude, you're a beginner. You're learning. I know. I got to be very intricate. You got to be precise so that you don't die. Well, it's not even that I don't die. It really just depends on how it opens in the air. So whether it opens up faster, slower, how it opens up, line, you know, that all comes from when you, if you generally get it in the bag and you at least get the rubber bands right, it will open. So it's more of just the comfort of opening. <laughs> Some, if you don't pack it right, it will like open up and stop you real fast because there's like a little slider that causes mm-hmm. it to open slower. So yeah. you kind of like, whee, and it's a peaceful opening. You got to pack that right. So Charlie calls me and I'm packing the bag and this is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And, you know, we're talking, we're catching up. We're talking about all the random stuff we always do, you know, like cryptocurrency, mining, where business world's going, investing, all that good stuff. Right. Um, Elon Musk is in there sometimes. Elon Musk stuff. Um, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm at the drop zone. And I was like, have you ever wanted to go skyline? He's like, actually, you're skyline. That's skyline on my mind. Skydiving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, can you tell we're from Ohio, Cincinnati area? Do you want to, uh, do you want to go skylining? <laughs> skyline, get a coney. Um, we're going to start saying that. Hey, you want to go skylining? You want to go skylining? <laughs> um, and he's like, dude, I've 
actually always wanted to go, but I never have. And I'm like, what's stopping you? That's kind of what I said. I'm like, all right, why not? And he goes, I'm like, we could go this weekend when you're in town because he's coming for a wedding Thursday. Then he's staying Friday and Saturday night because we're going to go to the Quinn concert Friday and then hang out Saturday. I'm like, and he's like, well, maybe it won't fit in our schedule. I'm like, dude, you're staying all Saturday. We can go Saturday. And he goes, you're right. And he goes, how much is it? So I go talk to the girl who owns it. And she's like, oh, it's 210 for tandem jump, which is the, they break even on that. If you look at the price breakdown, which is crazy. They only make money on the video packages. So if you want to help a skydiving zone out, get the video package. <laughs> That's the only profit they get, basically. But most people do because they jump once and they want video of it. Um, so I tell him that and he goes, you know, honestly, man, I've been living at home because he's been working virtual because they don't have uh, the, his office isn't open and he's not paying rent. And he goes, I'll do it. And I was like, I've been waiting for someone to say that for so long. I did say it. I know, but then you medically can't and it hurts my heart. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. We just won't tell anyone. Well, now it's recorded. Th- my doctor, if you're listening, just, just it, turn down, turn down the volume real part. quick. <laughs> so long story short, out of nowhere, Charlie spontaneously now has signed up for Saturday at 3 o'clock to go skydiving with me. And that's going to be a blast. Heck yeah, dude. Um, so if that doesn't tell you what type of guy he is, just like the go with the flow. He, he's honestly one of the chillest dudes. And then all of a sudden he just gets these spikes of like spontaneous energy. And he's like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited for this weekend. I honestly can't wait. Because, like, Friday, my business is doing an archery tag thing for the whole second half of the day. So I'm going to be a little late to the Quinn concert. Then we're hanging out, going skydiving, playing some disc golf. It's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. Um, so that's just a little story I wanted to, I wanted to tease Charlie's appearance and also just kind of show you that. A little teaser for yeah, next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and, like. He's never been skydiving. He had no idea on that conversation that he would say yes to something that crazy, and yet he did. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like what we've been talking about for the past four that's weeks. That's what I'm getting <laughs> at, man. He uh, he gets it. Yeah, you could he say gets he's... It. Uh, you should get it, too. Yeah. So should all of you. All the people. Um, all of you. But, no, he's he's an awesome guy, and... Um, Think we're we're pretty excited to have him on next week. We are week, excited. So make sure to check back next Monday at seven. Before that, we have something to talk about today. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> and that is um, commercial time. Commercial time <laughs> is it? Oh, I you, you hear that message from our sponsors? Yeah, I think it's a message from our sponsor, <laughs> ProjectUnaware.com. <laughs> everyone, go check it out. Andrew's um, wallet slash bank account. My wallet slash bank account paying for that. Uh, there's a lot of big things in um, the moving stage right now, planning stage right now. We're, we're getting things done, but make sure you check out um, the blog too. I write some stuff. I think it's pretty cool. That's on there. And um, also, you know, the podcast. So just check it out. Yeah. And Welcome that, back, uh, everyone. Includes <laughs> a message from our sponsors. So, dude, I love our sponsor, would, dude. Honestly, they're the best sponsor <laughs> out there. 
They're so kind. They're understanding. They don't make us talk about something we don't like. I feel uh, like our sponsor is like my best friend. <laughs> Those guys at Project Unaware are just like really, really do some awesome stuff. They really do. You should really go support them, man. Like they're basically my best friend too. <laughs> One in the same. Oh man, ProjectUnaware.com. Last, last little. Uh, what is that called? Interjection. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll start this off by teeing up why I want to talk about this. So I brought it up to you uh, up. a few days. Like, hey, I think this would be a cool topic to talk about. Um, and the reason why is like, I think everyone, and, you know, that's a bold statement, but I think everyone at some point in their life has struggled with peer pressure in some shape, form. Uh, yeah, dude. Everyone has. In a lot of the time, times, plural, um, you oftentimes, like, you might say no to it, but, like, you're making steps towards conformity. So what I mean by that is think about the people you're around. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not necessarily be your peer pressure to become like them, but there's still this inner part of ourselves that like slowly becomes them because we don't want to like miss out or feel left out, feel like Mm -hmm. we don't belong. And so we shape ourselves to be like the people around us or to have passions, you know? I know exactly what you're talking about. Like groups of people, they become each other. They do. Like they, they will pick up, uh, like words and phrases and just kind of mannerisms of mm-hmm. their friends. And then they become this squad that does like the Dude, exact same thing like and same says people. the same exact thing. Yeah. That is conformity at its finest. So this, this is the question I, I have written down. This is one of the only questions I have written down. Is that a bad thing? Is conformity at the broadest view... Is that a bad thing? So, this came to me immediately. I don't think it's a bad thing when it comes to, like, you and your friends. Like, conforming to, like, your friend group, I don't think it's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, like, conforming to society, like, doing something because society tells you that that's what you should do. Or doing something because, like, literally everyone's doing it. Or, like, it's becoming popular or trendy. Mm. I think trends are a very good example of conformity in today's society. I think any society. I I do think it's more visible now with social media, like, just highlighting trends. I mean, back then, you know, everyone wore the same little, like... Cargo shorts. Cargo shorts. (laughs) And, like, they would, in the 80s, they'd all look similar and go roller skating, you know? Like, trends show up and people follow it. I, I think that's a great, like, if you say conformity isn't a thing, look at trends and look how people dress similarly. Look at fashion. Look at anything. How, literally, like, even how you post on, like, Instagram. Like, the edits you do mm-hmm. or, like, the short caption or the long caption. Or I think we were talking about last week the 
photo the dump? multiple is that photos. What you're doing? Yeah, the photo yeah. dump. Which I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I don't get on that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't posted since February. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Instagram and like that's really what people use now. TikTok, people use TikTok a lot. Still not on TikTok yet. TikTok is like yet the the definition of conformity. Like there there's definitely like individualism on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people see that other people are getting a lot of likes and a lot of views for doing this one thing. And then they're like, oh, I can do that. I should do that. Then I'll get a lot of likes and views Which that for works, doing the right? exact same thing. Yes. So there's it an works. incentive. There's an incentive, but who cares? But, I mean, <laughs> let's say I'm a TikToker and I'm trying to go viral. That's true. If you're a TikToker, that's where I come from. I guess. You know, that's almost a smart idea. But then there's the argument of like, well, do you want to be like everyone else? Is that like, the way what do you, you truly gain? stand out? But what do you gain from this? Like I like I we don't know. said we've said it before. What are you gaining from the social media? Are you posting for the right reasons? That's a question I think people are you posting can only for answer yourself themselves. or are you posting for others? I, I mean, I can't answer that for everyone else. I know people. If that they was a rhetorical there, question. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I think if people actually ask themselves that, I don't know if they could be honest with themselves. Like, that's where we're at. It's like so people, muddled that, like, I don't know. People don't want to post, like, selfishly. But in the end, that's what they're doing. Not all the time. I'm not saying all the time. Like, there are times, the times I do use Instagram, I get on, I put a story on there, because I'm like, oh, this is funny, I want my friends to see it. Right, yeah. But that still means I want my friends to see it. No, that's yeah, not that, necessarily that's a bad for, thing. like, interaction right? and stuff, yeah. It's not to feel, like, validated, or, like... But at the same point, you know, there's a part of me that's like, oh, all my friends saw it, they know I'm cool. Yeah. Oh, I did a backflip at this wedding. People think I'm sick, you, you know? You do a backflip like, at every wedding. It's because they ask. <laughs> That's conformity. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's I'm a difference kidding, when they add. But I mean, to be fair, I conform a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, same. Going into work, right? You know, there's a culture there that I go into, and I fit myself where I am as an individual into that culture, into, I guess what you could say is that pressure to fit in at my company. Because they so, have a certain way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a certain way to succeed. There's mm-hmm. a certain way to stand. Like, and they build these things there. forward. And so, in a way, that's almost a stage of conformity. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Because if I go so. in there and I'm like, screw all this, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, like that's, that's how that works. Sometimes I have that attitude. I'm like... You know what? I don't want to listen to this person telling me what to do because, like, I want to do it my way because I think my way might be faster. Or, but some of the times it's not, and we're just so stubborn that yeah. we're not willing to listen. But I think that's a different conversation. Yeah, we're talking um, about conformity here. I so the thing that I want we were going to talk about this with Mandy last week. Um, and the reason why is because the last phone call, not nah, the last phone call, one of the phone calls we've had recently, she was talking about marriage, the topic of it. And I think, at least in our lives, very prevalent with 
I have my seventh wedding in October for this year I'm going to. Dude. That's so many weddings. Like, Everyone, literally another one of my friends just got engaged in like yesterday. One of our friends is ring shopping. One of like, yes, we're that age. But what she brought up is like she now feels that pressure when, you know, when she was in college too, like her house of girls that she lived with, a lot of them were like, I want to get married. Or they had a boyfriend or they were getting married. Or, you know, and like when you're around that, it's hard not to want that. Yeah. Like when we live together, oh, I want, I want this, or I want this. Like our wants in a way merged at times. Our like disc golf. Oh, I want to play disc golf today. Oh, so do I. You know, that's kind of a weird example and not as like big as the wedding topic, but it still kind of goes to show that you form into this hodgepodge, click, whatever word, of the people that you're always around. Right. You have the same interests and, like, like I said, the same mannerisms mm-hmm. and words and phrases and everything. Like, yeah. And I like how you p- said as that's not a bad thing when it comes to friend groups. I don't think it is. I think it can be to the extreme. So, like, let's say I'm getting married just to get married because all my other friends are getting married. That's just doing something because other people are doing it. Yeah. I would agree with that. Now, are you conscious of that difference when you are doing and making decisions? Am I conscious of what this... So, let's say, you know, you're hanging out with friends. Yeah. And you're going to go do this because you want to do it. But if we actually analyze it, you wouldn't have wanted to do it unless you were with those people. So, like, are you conscious that... Like, for people who are getting married, right? Mm-hmm. They want to get married to themselves, they would say, because they're ready to get married. A lot of the times, it might not be the case. It might just be, the, like, the peer pressure or, like, literally, it's like a freaking pandemic in the summer when people are getting <laughs> married. Like, it's just, like... People are getting Dude, married. People wild. are getting engaged. People are just going to weddings. Going crazy. Going to weddings. Going. It's cr- it's a fun it's time, insane. man. It's, it is free insane. food. The dancing. Seeing friends that I haven't seen. It is seen in so a while. fun. But it just it makes you think. You're like, yeah. One of my best friends just got married, and it still hasn't hit me like that. Some of my friends that are married right now, I'm like. Wait, they're married. All these people that are getting married are younger than me. And I'm like, that that's when it really it strikes you. You're just like, that person's two years younger than me. Yeah. Now, what does that thought do? Since we're on that, like, what does that thought lead I to? I mean, it, it definitely, like, leads to, like, oh, am I ready to get married right now? Am I ready to pop the question? Like, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to do this like on my time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to be influenced by everyone else. You know, like when I'm ready, I'll know. So how? And you might not know this because I don't know if I know this. How do you know that it's your time versus just that thought of like, am I ready because everyone else is getting married? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like that's, know. That's what I'm trying to get at is it's so hard 
to know like where that peer pressure stops. Like we think it's easy, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, someone's peer pressuring me to, I don't know, like the old example as a kid, don't listen to the bully when they try to tell you to smoke a cigarette. Like that's very obvious. If hey, you say if no, he's going to tell you to jump off a bridge. <laughs> you're going to jump off too. <laughs> like there are very obvious examples of like, peer no. pressure. But when you go into that deeper part, that kind of gets that, that conformity. Where's the line? That's a hard question. Yeah. That really makes you think. And that leads my brain to go down, okay? Like, if I'm conforming so much, and this this just then goes down to this, like, deep, you know, shower thought, midnight thought. What's like, reality? Who am I? <laughs> what do I actually like? What do I, what do I want? Like, who is Andrew, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, Those are big questions. Who, who are you? Deep down, I, past all the conformity. That takes a Who lot of digging. And I don't know Start if I've digging, gotten buddy. there. I have Start started. Start digging, buddy boy. <laughs> take a little shovel. It's, take a little shovel. Just <laughs> just start digging just start, into the heart. Start digging, digging into the little guy. <laughs> but that's scary to do. Yeah. Because then you have to ask yourself, like, are you ready to... Like, shake up your world to figure out who you are, your foundations. And I think you did this. I did. The rebrand. Oh, the rebrand. Like, I know we always joke about, like, oh, I'm rebranding. But to be honest, like, you were Tall Paul. Mm -hmm. And all the things attached to that, the people, like, all the first impressions you had, how people viewed you, who you were to yourself and everyone around you, we call it a rebrand because it makes sense, but you dug deep and tried to figure out who you were, and that, that was wasn't a, you. That was a crazy time. That was a the deepest I have thought ever. And people about still my life. call you Tall Paul. Like that's how hard it is. Yeah, bring, and that was what three years ago. What? No. Was it? What? No. <laughs> I think it was. It's coming up on three years. Yeah. Should this I fall. Like, explain what happened? I, sure. Yeah. So for about most most of my uh, my life, I went by the nickname Tall Paul because I'm a tall dude. I'm 6'6", six, six, which is tall. It's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously you can't tell what I'm saying down, but like. He's tall. I'm tall. Uh, these, Just these, accept the fact. My knees are almost touching the bottom of the table. Yeah. <laughs> when I stand by him, I look very short. <laughs> Although I am right at the average. Good old 5'9", five, 5'10", five, area average. And then Paul is like, hey, pal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pal. <laughs> or as Paul looks down at me, he's like, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Just the, your perspective on the world is so different. But that doesn't matter. Anyway. So, yeah. Got this nickname in like eighth grade. And it just kind of stuck throughout college like i would start introducing myself as tall paul like it became i met you as tall paul it became who i was Mm -hmm. and with it came a lot of pressure to be i don't know like outgoing and fun and you were a rock star my freshman year it's like everyone knew they might not have ever even talked to you but they knew who Tall Paul yeah, dude. was. Like, I, I was, I was a legend, I guess. But like, I mean, I don't want to say that. 
But that's what people said. They're like, Paul, dude, you're a legend. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know you. Yeah. And that was you on the inside, but Tall Paul on the outside yeah, was Paul. a legend. Yeah. Yeah, but Tall Paul was like outgoing and energetic, and he like had to meet everyone and be friends with everyone. And then it was like junior year. And like I just went, uh, I just went to Young Life Camp, no Wildlife Camp, and then Summer Staff Young Life Camp. And like I had a lot of time to think and stuff, and I was like, "Who am I? Like, why do I not feel like myself right now?" It. It just kind of hit me. I'm just like, I'm. This is not who I am. This is not. It's exhausting. How trying to be this person that I'm not. Like, what led to that hitting you? Because that was your life, dude. It. I think it was so. Like on summer staff, I was obviously was going by Tall Paul at that time because I hadn't rebranded, and like everyone was calling me that. Even the campers, like, they started, like, chanting my name and stuff. And I'm like, I'm more than this nickname. And, like, it really hit me when people just started calling me tall. Like, they would leave out the Paul or something. They'd be like, oh, what's up, tall? I'm like, I have, like, a name. Like, a God-given name. And, like, I know nicknames are okay and stuff, but, like, I just didn't feel like myself. It felt like I was putting on like a show. No, not like a show. Just like it was like fake. A show, I think, works for that. Yeah, show. The show of Tall Paul. Yeah. It was, it was like a false identity. Mm-hmm. An alternate identity. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I just, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with it. Done with the nickname, throw it in the trash, bury it in the sand. And then I just kind of made an announcement on Instagram. I was like, hey, Tall Paul's dead. (laughs) And I said those words, Tall Paul's dead. I remember that. And then I ended it. I I, I squashed the nickname Tall Paul. I remember thinking it was a joke at first. Just because you literally went, Tall Paul's dead. And I was like, it was a huge decision for me because when you go by a nickname for like eight years, that's that's your identity. Like that's, that's your identity. That's who you become. But that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. I was acting like an extrovert in an introvert's body. I'm an introvert at heart. Like, I, I need time to myself. And I wasn't getting that, mm-hmm. and it was exhausting. Like, I I had such bad FOMO, fear of missing out, that I wouldn't sleep because I was out till 4 a.m. <laughs> just hanging out with people because I, I was like, oh, if I don't hang out with them, they're not going to like me. If I don't hang out with this person or these people, and they're not going to invite me back. Because I'm I'm I missed out. Yeah. That's that's like a real thing. And I'm sure a lot of people struggle with that. 
I don't struggle with that as much anymore. Because I was like, like when I rebranded, I became more of myself. You became like, Paul. I, I know <laughs> who I am. I know what I like. I know what I need. And yeah, I'm just Paul now. Tall Paul's dead. So what is, this is kind of a multi-part question. Yeah, go ahead. What's the biggest difference? Mm-hmm. And what have you learned from that transition? Uh, biggest difference, I think, is I'm not worried about, like, meeting everyone and trying to be friends with everyone and spreading myself really thin. When I rebranded, I kind of focused my energy on forming tight relationships and friendships with people and just, like, diving deep. Whereas before, I was, like, kind of surface level and... Mm -hmm. Like I said, like you said, like people would come up to me and be like, Tall Paul, who are you? Half the time, I would not know who, what their name was. I'm like, yeah. what's up, dude? Dude, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference is like how I'm putting my energy towards my friendships and relationships and like really like diving deep. Mm -hmm. That's cool. As well as like not being an extrovert. <laughs> I definitely noticed a, a difference. I mean, going from viewing you as that, the icon of tall Paul versus living with Paul. Mm -hmm. This Paul was a lot more real, a lot more open and raw and like it was a person, not, not a title. Yeah, from my perspective, Dude, I'm telling you, when when I was going by Tall Paul, I felt like I was hiding behind a mask. Like when I rebranded, I was like, "How did I get away with that for eight years?" <laughs> and the the crazy thing to me mm -hmm. is before I before I knew you, or like before I would have known you, I'd have been like, "That's dumb. It's just a title." And I feel like it's so many people way have, deeper. Like, it's way deeper. It than is, that. and yet it's like, oh, dude. I mean, what are, what are you talking about? It was just a name. Bull crap, you know. Like, it was more than a name. But for watching me, you it go through identity. it, watching the difference, and like actually seeing that it had real impact. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I'm just like, conformity is crazy. Peer yeah. pressure is I, crazy. Yeah, like, I. I feel like I could have not introduced myself as Tall Paul, but, like, I kind of became popular through that, and I was like, oh, this is working. This is working. So I just started and then to introduce introduced myself, and then, and then, like, it just became, like, the way it was. Yeah. Like, this is Tall Paul. This is how I introduced myself. That's the way. Don't break from the status quo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people are like, you're Tall Paul. And it was so hard when I rebranded or whatever we want to call it mm -hmm. because people were not down with it. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Ah, Charlie's calling me. <laughs> I'll call him back later. <laughs>
people were not down with it and they would try to resist it and they'd be like, no, not doing that. You're always beat tall, Paul. But I was like, no, that's I'm not Paul. me anymore. Yeah. I'm Paul. Ah, my name is Paul. But Hi, I'm Paul. Like, yeah. That's cool, man. And I think you would be a very different man if you didn't do that. Like today. For sure. Which that's crazy. Like that one choice. We might not even be doing this podcast. Honestly, probably not. Because you still would have been tall Paul and I would have viewed you as this legend. <laughs> I'm like, I can't live with this guy. He's too cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I doubt that would actually be true. I'd probably end up still living with you. But you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, That's just like... The ripple effect is crazy. In yeah, it's like time travel, dude. <laughs> the butterfly effect. <laughs> the butterfly effect. I it just that makes me think about how many people today are living as, you know, let's say Andrew. But like that's not me. Yeah. That's where peer pressure comes in. Because yeah, you could say I'm doing it for myself because I want myself to be this. But why do I want myself to be that? Probably because it, it pleases other people. It's cool. It's go down the list. Yeah. And so that peer pressure almost locks us into this, for you, the identity of tall Paul. You didn't know it at first, but near the end of it, you're like, this isn't me. And yet you felt like you had to be that. Mm-hmm. Or else, who am I? Right. Like all I've known for what was it, eight years. Mm-hmm. All I've known for eight years is tall Paul. And you're telling me that I had to accept that that's not me. That had to be difficult. Oh, it was for sure difficult. And the idea of oh well, people are gonna think this is stupid, or I'm gonna let people down, or like all those thoughts, I'm sure, flooded your head during yeah. that decision. I just kind of had to accept it though. And that's hard. So how how did you do that? Because I feel like people don't do that. <laughs> I'm built different. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, you are tall. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think it definitely took a lot of courage and a lot of like self realization mm-hmm. to kind of realize that it doesn't matter what other people think doesn't matter what other people call me like people still call me tall paul i'm like okay with it mm-hmm. like i'm like i i understand like we haven't hung out in a while you only knew me as tall paul so but yeah i think it took like it took a lot of time and a lot of thinking about it to be like okay this is happening I'm really doing this. Mm-hmm. People are getting on board. And like it just. Oh, we kind of talked about it last week with Mandy. Like Mandy. She wasn't, she wasn't Mandy. She and was, it, was, it was born in a moment. Yeah. You know? But like yeah. I just came to the realization that this needs to change. It's going to happen. I did it. And I stuck with it. And I didn't waver from it. 
Hmm. So like once that, once I like made the decision, I'm like, there's no going back. Yeah. There is no going back. This is who I am. Yeah. This is what I'm this is what I was made to be. This is who I was made to be. And I'm not gonna let other people decide who I am. So it almost is going down this the individual route. Mm-hmm. Like you chose to be yourself as an individual, not yes. as a collective. Right. Yep. Did that ever like dawn on you in that moment? Like, this is me. I'm no longer paying attention to what other people think of me. I'm no longer trying to become this person for other people. Like, did that help? Did you notice that? Or are you just now noticing that? I think I did kind of notice it. Like, when when I got rid of the tall Paul nickname, I was, I was just like, I I don't care mm-hmm. what people think. Like this this is my decision. This is what I want. And I like I'm gonna make it happen, you know? Like And you I, did. I'm my own person. Yeah. The people don't decide for me. And they were with the tall Paul nickname. Mm. So yeah, I guess at that point, like I like, I became an individual person. You became Paul. Yeah, yeah. I did. Paul Canner. Paul Canner. Through and through. So, start doing my own thing. Is there a point where? Chasing to become so individualistic is like, maybe not the extreme, because the extreme of most things are bad. But is there negative sides to that too? Like Mm. trying so hard to be yourself, right? Like I haven't thought about this. I don't think you can try too hard to be yourself. Like the fact that that's even a question just shows like conformity is like aggressive. Cause like you should be yourself. Mm-hmm. You should be your true self. Yeah. 100% yourself. You shouldn't be influenced by other people. But is that, is that even possible? Because there, there is this quote. I actually wrote my senior paper on this is like, I'm a part of everything that I've met. Mm-hmm. And everything that I've met is a part of me. Okay. Because if you think about this, you influence no matter what, like no matter how big or small, everyone you meet. Like you have an impact. Yeah, that's true. And let's say like we never met, we would be different people if our, our, our friendship never happened. So like in a way, you have impacted my life and therefore you are part of who I am. And so there is... Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just, I'm, I haven't thought through this fully. So, like, I don't think the individual can exist without influences from outside Whoa. world. 
That just like, blew my mind. <laughs> I know what you mean. I don't think I worded that right. No, I get what you're saying. Like, you you can't be individual without other people. Yeah. And, like, to even add on to that point, it's because then there's nothing else to be an individual from. Yeah. Like, imagine someone. I don't know if they've done this. Maybe like, what have. are you individualizing from? Exactly. Like, if someone has been in isolation their entire life, they have no conformity, no peer pressure. And then we can look at that. Granted, they'd probably be, like, uncivilized and doesn't speak English. But that would be them. Mm -hmm. Because nothing has influenced them from the outside world. And yet even today, conformity, like this might be a good thing, it might be a bad thing. Us as Americans, us as living in Ohio, like all these things slowly define who we are. And yes, on the micro level, as Paul and as Andrew, I like this. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. But there is still so much influence from our parents, our friends, who we are, how we grew up, religion, politics. I like, take back my statement that <laughs> you should you shouldn't be influenced by anything or anyone. Well, I, I think I think you were saying it in the right way in that. But like, I, I I think it's like you shouldn't let it dictate your decisions. Yes. And I think that's what you were getting at. That's what I was getting at. I, I, just, I, I, want, the, I want everyone to realize. Imposing this as I a, want everyone to know that I did not thought. mean that you shouldn't be influenced by anything. Because then you you're just going to be like, screw you, world. And like flip it off and be like, but even at that point, why are you flipping someone off? <laughs> just be, like, you can go down this, this endless circle of like, well, well then what, what, you know. Like, at the end of the day, I think what you were trying to say and what I do agree with is... Yes, there is going to be some form of conformity. Because it was, like, that's what brings communities together. Mm-hmm. That's what brings Conf- us to grow together. Like, you and Activities. your future, like your wife, one day you will grow together, right? And, like, you will grow closer and become more similar because you spend time with them. And in that way, that conformity is good. So this is kind of what I'm getting at, is conformity at its purest point is good. When you add peer pressure, it's when it becomes not, not good. so good. <laughs> because think about it. Like, there's no peer pressure to become closer with your wife. Or, you know, for us, there's no peer pressure to, oh, let's go play disc golf. All I had to do is, like, no, I don't want to play. Yeah, or whatever. No, there's sad. no pressure. But the moment you're like, <laughs> Everyone's doing this, and that's why it's cool. And if I don't, I'm not going to be cool. I'm not going to be involved. I won't be invited. And so then you, maybe people don't consciously do it, but more consciously so, change your opinion, change your behavior, change who you are to fit in and conform to who they are. That, I think, is wrong and such a a stumbling block to living out who you actually are. Yeah. That's kind of my take Couldn't on it. Kind of put it by myself. <laughs> That's fresh. That's from my mind. That There are probably some inconsistencies in there, but you get the point. Yeah. And yeah, I, I completely agree. <clears throat> like I think there needs to be some level of conformity for you to be your true self. Mm-hmm. Because you're kind of you're like, like you're building blocks birth, of things from birth. 
you are influenced by your surroundings. You're influenced by your family. And then that develops into like your t- nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Develops into like your teachers, your classmates, and then like so on and so forth. That's how we're made. We are just meant to be mm-hmm. influenced by other things. Because that's what builds the individual. Yes. But there's a balance, just like everything There's else. always a balance. Like, you can't... Yin and yang. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, when you're building yourself so much towards this area of your life to fit that way, you do become unbalanced. Right. So, like, if you're too individualistic <coughs> or if you're too... Conformative. Conformative? <laughs> Conformative. We don't know if sure. that's a word. We're making it a word. So, like, say you're too individualistic... And then not as conformity. Then you're like off balance. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Sorry, I'm moving my hands right now. <laughs> he has the like, little like the weighing like there things, should be you know? There should be balance. Yeah. Because then you can be your true self. I agree. Your true self lies within the balance of conformity mm-hmm. and of individualism. Mm-hmm. And I stand by that. I... I stand by that. <laughs> and to even add on to that point, because when you're doing the individualistic thing, like if you're too individualistic and you're so focused on being different that that's your priority, you're not going to have friends. That's true. Now, like... If you're too conformist, what's you're, the word? Conformative. You're too conformative. I think that's the word. When you conform too much, we'll just put it at that blank statement, then you, you don't lose. become... You lose yourself. Yourself. Exactly. And that's why yourself is in the middle. (laughs) If that makes any sense. Your true self is smack dab in the middle. In the middle. When everything is perfectly balanced. Yeah, of of being yourself, but knowing like what your foundations, what built you, and who has had impact on you. I think I think I can get behind that. That's where I am. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm probably some, I'll probably well, a little mean, bit unbalanced, but it's not a per- like, you know who you are, right? And there's moments that you don't feel like yourself and there's moments you yeah, do. Dude, it fluctuates. Yeah. And that, that's like, just like, in, like any scale. It fluctuates. It does. It goes up and down and up and it down. It could be here for down. like four years, but then it could like slide. Or a day. <laughs> like, or a day. Like, who knows? I'm still uh, using my hands, guys, for those not watching. <laughs> just imagine him doing the little, little weight scale thing with his hands. Um, yeah, I, it's just... Now I'm conforming to using the weight scale to describe things as balanced. <laughs> like, I don't know. With a lot of things we'll talk on this show, there is never a right answer. We're just talking. And, you know, there is good and bad to individualism, there's good and bad to conformity. And heck, there's even good and bad to peer pressure. Because if someone is lazy not doing anything, like not like and they're sitting around with people who are motivated and they're like, you know what? I want to get motivated. Yeah, sure, they're getting motivated because they're around motivated people. But that's still good for them that's in the good moment. Peer pressure. So it's a complicated question. But and so I guess what I'm bringing this up as is we get that. We get it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And down to the individual that you are, it's different for you. But we want you 
to think about it. Like Paul did versus tall Paul. I mean, you were that for eight years. Mm -hmm. So, people listening. Don't call me tall Paul. Don't call him tall Paul. He will punch you, not really. He'll just be like, (laughs) what's up? And not not do anything about it, but you'll hurt his feelings on the inside. (laughs) Just just a small bit. I usually Uh, correct people. Especially after this. Yeah. Now you have no excuse. If you listen to this and you still call him tall Paul, gosh. Dude. Come also, on. like, I changed that, like, all my social media to yeah. just Paul Ganner. And people still will call me tall Paul. It's because like, they met you guys. Can't that. you like, read? <laughs> I mean, first impressions are important. Like, how you meet yeah. someone is how you remember them. If it's bad, it takes a lot longer to make it back to good. If it's good, it's easy to mess it up. Mm-hmm. We remember bad things easier <laughs> um that's off topic though back to what i was day. saying uh, <laughs> oh yes people listening mm-hmm. just for a moment think about who you are and what that means and if in your life you have people that are over the top pushing you to something or maybe yourself that you're pushing yourself to be this thing. Think about that. That might not be healthy. That might not be you. It could be peer pressure. It could be conformity. could be individualism. Could be. You'll never know until you think about it. And that's our challenge for this week. We're getting the challenge early. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, you, yeah, go for it. I mean, I kind of said it, but sum it up in one sentence. Okay. Just, Our challenge this week, think about who you are. Think about if you're conforming or if you're being individualistic. And try to find your happy medium, your middle, Mm -hmm. to see what your true self is actually like. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Something like that. If someone (laughs) like 50 years ago listened to this, I feel like they were so anti-individual. It was always so, like, I mean, they wouldn't point blank say that, but people were a lot more conformative, and the yeah, individual I mean, oftentimes got cast out. So we live at, in a good if you world. look at the way people dressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, nowadays, we do have so much freedom, and it is more accepted to be yourself, which is cool. And so that's even, like, another thing on... You might think people care, but they don't. You might think people are judging you, but they're not. And if they are, forget them. You're not living for them. You're living for yourself. Yeah. And and if you believe in God, then God. Or, you know, like, people have their morals and their standards yeah. and their worldviews, and I guess that's part of the individual. <laughs> um. The final thing I kind of want to touch on is, and the, the reason I wanted to bring this up way back in the beginning when I first thought about this idea before I brought it up to you is like, I think peer pressure and conformity can be an enemy of being unaware. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it, the idea of having to know it all, the idea of, or, uh, even better, the question of what if is a lot of times based off 
what other people think, how other people view you, peer pressure. Peer pressure. There it is. I I really, really think peer pressure is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, proponents of why people don't chase things that they think they want to chase, don't chase things that make them better, grow them, teach them who they are. Like, this goes down. Like, we have to know what it is because if we don't, I don't know what other people will think. I don't know how other people will view me. Yeah. Right? Right. And it just... I was <sighs> unaware that peer pressure was related to... <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I, I to mean... being unaware. No, but I totally agree with you. Like, I I think that peer pressure makes you think about like what you're doing and it makes you want to like fit in with yeah how like how much do not, you like not yourself? doing things that like you think would be out of the ordinary or like crazy mm-hmm. or like it's we, all it, peer pressure is a big factor in that it is like and when I, you are going out somewhere going to hang out with friends how much do you analyze yourself, what you wear, what you're doing, how you act, what you say? Mm-hmm. Duh. I will say this. A lot of times, it's subconscious. You don't have to think about it because you've done it so much. So many times. And so when it comes to that thing of like, oh, I can't do, like, I really want to do this, but I can't. Because what if other people laugh at me, you know, or like whatever it is. You then psychoanalyze yourself, and that's where you become like over aware of what you're doing, how you're thinking, and it all started with worrying about what other people think, not fitting yeah, that peer like, pressure, that status quo. Yeah, like for me, it's like, oh, well, what if people think that I'm a failure if I do this and don't succeed or whatever? Failure is good, man. Failure. Creates. If anything, that's the, my biggest beef with our society is yeah. that the way we view failure. When I have kids one day, I'm going to ask them weekly how they failed. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because think I about it. I believe it. I believe because, it, man. <laughs> that's also who, the type of guy I am. But then they are growing hey. up. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> how'd you fail this week? How'd you fail this week, buddy? Like a dinner. <laughs> because then they grow up knowing that they should shoot for failure. Because that means they're trying uh, something new. Shouldn't shoot for failure. Shoot to try new things and be okay with failure. Yes. And that's what here's the thing should, that I'm you going should be to okay also with failure. educate my kids on <laughs> is to get back up and try again. Yeah. Because so many people today don't try things because they're afraid of failure. Which we talked about that in like episode two. But it's just the way we're conditioned, conformity. Well, tie it back to this episode. <laughs> But if like people grow up and our our culture is more okay with failure, like, hey, try things and fail. That's awesome. That means you tried something. And guess what? Sometimes it's going to be a success. Or guess what? Sometimes failure is success because then you don't know or you know that you don't you like it. You know how to not do something. You learn so much more during a failure than when you succeed. That's true. You learn what you did wrong, how I don't you think grow, you how you strive for failure, though. In a way, I think you should. 
this is what I mean by that. Is because if our entire life we are striving to avoid <laughs> failure, then we're never going to do things that we might fail at. But if I go into it being like, you know what? If I fail, that's awesome. I'm going to do it anyway. And because the way I look at failure is like that, that allows me to learn more and appreciate success even more. Mm-hmm. Because if I, I strive for that failure, now. right? Like that's my baseline. Yeah. That's the average. I'm okay with failing because I know that sometimes I'll get that next step of success. Or I use that failure to succeed. Right. That's kind of what I mean by that. I see what you mean. But no one wants to fail. Because that's the way it we're conditioned. it doesn't feel good. Because that's the way we have built our society, Paul. That's what I'm getting at. Dang. That's the way we view failure. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. We get made fun of. People laugh at us. Why? Because there's that pressure to succeed. There's that peer pressure not to be bad also at something. just the word, dude. Huh? Fail. <laughs> like if, Why? When you Why is fail, that different than any other when word? you fail a test or you fail a class, you feel so down on yourself because, like, that's as low you're as you a, can go. You're labeled as a failure. That's a terrible thing because we make it that way. What's another word that we can substitute for no, failure? No, I think, I think that goes to show the power of the word failure. And how we view it. Yeah. Like, yes, people should strive to succeed, to pass tests, to get that. But we should be, like, I guess where people could take this wrong is just be okay with failing the rest of their life and not doing anything about it. Right. I think what I'm getting at is shoot for success and when you fail, be okay with be it. Be okay and with learn it. Learn from it. And learn from it. Yeah. I got you. Instead of being like, oh, I failed. I can't tell anyone. No, it's like, dude, I, I did this the other day and I messed up. And we could talk about it and I can learn from it. Like, and try again. Get back And try up. again. And I think, I don't think our society can just instantly do that. But if we did, I mean, that takes away a lot of peer pressure. Right? Like if we're constantly trying not to fail in front of other people to, you know, especially in high school, oh, I got to be cool. I can't mess up. Or when we played sports in high school, <laughs> if I missed a tackle or a touchdown catch, I was like, dude, everyone's going to make fun of me. Like I missed, I missed the game winning hit. Like people are going to make fun of me. Oh, I'm, I'm a lose. You know, like all those things of thinking about how other people think about you. Right. And that's all because that fear of failure. So, mm. I did say peer pressure is one of the biggest opponents to being unaware and being okay with it. I think there's a lot of things into that, like failure and everything, which we'll talk about on other days, but failure. I don't know. I just, that came into my mind. I want to say it. It's just how peer pressure blocks. Yeah. And Yeah. I think we should be okay with failure. Yeah, but we're not. It's simple as that. We're not. Just like we think too much about what other people think about my shoes or my eye color, whatever. (laughs) 
can't control your eye color. And yet people still are like, ah, oh, what I have blue eyes. What I have brown eyes. Oh, I wish I had this because then I'd dot, dot, dot. Which yeah. sounds silly, but I have heard so many people say that. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're your eyes. They're dope. You don't control that. Your parents do, but they don't. They even don't even control, control that. It. Genetics, man. Genetics. Genes. It's just like there's just so many little stupid things like that. That when we conform to that society, when we let that peer pressure hit, that it breaks us. It breaks our own view of ourselves of being okay with being me, being having blue eyes, having brown, eyes, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think peer pressure. Is a big problem. I don't know how to fix it. I think as an individual, to not try to peer pressure other people is the best thing that I can do. Yeah. And that's our second challenge. That's don't peer second pressure challenge. people. Just, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, be conscious of no, it. Be okay. Be a good human being. <laughs> and that brings us to our third challenge. At the end of the day, <laughs> just be a good human being, man. <laughs> that brings us to our fourth challenge. <laughs> That's the same as the third. Be okay oh, man. with failing. Yeah, we'll probably... No, I'm know. kidding. We don't have that many challenges. The nah. first challenge and only challenge is to find yourself this week. No, you just, that just sounds weird. <laughs> find yourself. Wait. <laughs> okay. First use of an actual sound effect that works. Let's go. Our first and uh, only challenge... Take some time. Just take some time and find yourself. <laughs> Just think about like the things in your life and what defines you and what you want to go more into and what you want to cut out and think about why. Figure out where you're where you're at on the conformity individual scale. Yeah. Yeah, and we made that scale. I see like if it. you can figure out where you're at. Balance it out. Or see what you need to do to balance it out. So yeah, I think I think we can end it there. There's a lot of things I still want to say, but I'm like that would just be another podcast, dude. Like failure and yeah, we can talk about failure for <laughs> God knows how long. Yep. Or yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop there before because I have another one that I'm like, well, we may as well talk about that. That just popped in my head. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. I think that was a good conversation today. Um, you know, kind of talking about. I, I I honestly appreciate you being open about. That you know, the tall Paul to Paul thing, like yeah, dude. I honestly didn't know parts of that, you know. Yeah, like, I didn't know it was eight years. I didn't know it was at when you were on summer staff. Like those are little things. Like I didn't know. I mean, there was a ton leading up to it, but that was just kind of like the turning point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, eight years is a long time to build up to, but still, yeah. Know, appreciate the, the openness and just of course, dude. I don't know where to. It just kind of fit. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> talked about it. So yeah, that's what we do here on the Unaware Podcast. Yeah, I was but. unaware that I'd be telling the, the, <laughs> the tall Paul story on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we do appreciate you guys, you know, listening and uh, supporting us. You know, we joke about the sponsorship, but it would mean the world to us if you can go to Project Unaware. I mean, there's there's a little box that you can leave comments on there that we'll fill out the tip jar with. Um, you know, if there's someone you want to see, if there's, 
ideas, topics you want us here to talk about, questions you have for us. You know, like anything can be there. You know, the one thing I ask is that, like, just don't hate. Like, that's not what we're about. Yes, we're not perfect. We say things that might not completely make sense, might not be true for you, but it's a conversation we're having. And that's what we're here to do. And we hope that it can be thought-provoking for you to just take away something. Yeah. So if there's something, anything, any comment, tag it, and we will physically write it and put it in the tip jar. Yeah, we will. So it's looking a little empty. <laughs> well, it's because we haven't launched this we yet. Not we're, launched we're doing so yet. much pre-work. <laughs> um, once we get going, we'll get that thing filled. Um, before we before we um, stop recording here, anything? Any final thoughts, Paul? Just don't succumb to peer pressure. Just don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> Be yeah. yourself. You're awesome. Like, remember that. As yeah. an individual, you bring something to the table. You're influencing someone in a positive way. It might not feel like that. It might not seem like that. But you are. Yeah, you are. And if you need to hear that, heck, email me and I will literally tell you that because <laughs> I know you're awesome. Maybe we haven't even met, but I just know. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you. Um, we do love you. Check us out on the social media. If you do, you know, want to talk to us about that challenge we gave, you can always DM our socials, email us. We're yeah, tell to be us as available as possible. Tell us your stories. Like, we would love what that. happened. Who are you? If you want to be on the podcast, talk about it. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, we'd love that, man. I I want to keep it keep it real. So keep it real. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end. Uh, check back next week, next Monday at 7 a.m. Um, and maybe you'll see my good friend and Paul's good friend, Charles. Charlie. But <laughs> in the meantime, it was a pleasure. And uh, as always, sleaze. Sleaze. <laughs>